Hi guys, welcome to Run With Allie Live. It is Tuesday, July 23rd, and I first wanted to kick off tonight's chat by welcoming all of you that are new to the chat, as well as everyone who is uh, joining us again. And just to give you a brief background about what my podcast has evolved into um, is that, um, sorry, I'm just letting our guests know where we're, where we're headed. Um, so just to, um, let you know, uh, what Run With Alley is about anything, lifestyle, running, wellness, uh, related, um, that's what we're here to talk about. I'm not here to try to connect with the elite marathoners or the pro Olympians. We're trying to foster a community or I'm trying to foster a community that is filled with, uh, Brooke, just give me a minute um, before I join you in my live chat, just saying a few announcements before I have you join us and your lovely face. But um, just going back to what I was saying this is a way to engage with a community all around the world, whether that community be new moms, which our guest Brooke Shaw is a mom of four and she's like, I don't know how she looks uh, the way she does, but I'll get that too. I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, so I just really want to find a way to engage with and create the best community possible in real life and virtually both work very well to allow all of you to work together, work with me, uh, join my Facebook group, uh, direct message me if you do not know how to do so or follow me on run with Allie, my Instagram account, which is at R U N W I T H A double L I. And last but not least, uh, friendly announcement, since we're on this topic, uh, very, very long story short for those of you that are new, I ran the Boston Marathon. The year after I was not paying attention and doing my due diligence in terms of my nutrition and recovery for training and wound up with a quad train and piriformis syndrome. Now, as a silver lining, I was able to rehab myself working with different specialists in different areas, meeting amazing, amazing people. It led me to prehab New York City, which uh, my angle with them is I'm working with them as their run coach uh, to help runners understand the importance of running mechanics and understand ways that they could prevent potential injuries down the road, uh, even not with running. That's pertinent to movement as well. I'm leading a workshop this Saturday at 10.30 at Prehab New York City um, pertinent to this topic. And I'm going to show you guys some wellness hacks for those of you who are in the workplace at 9 to 5. Some ways to move better and move well because I practice what I preach and I say that all the time. And if you want to, you could join us for the run that I will be leading with the athletic trainer at Prehab with Lululemon before the workshop at 8.30 on Saturday. So again, direct message me with deets. Everything's going to be in my story after this chat. So 
Uh, enough with that. Now, let me introduce you to our guest speaker. Now, the reason why I chose Brooke to be on this chat is because she's super bubbly. She's a new mom, new mom. She's a mama for a new runner, a new influencer, and she is by no means like an Olympic champion. The way, uh, I connected with her was really because I saw her as passionate about running as I was and finding it as an outlet to kind of relate with other people and create a community. And I love that. And so I'm going to share my screen with Brooke and we're going to dive a little more into some things I have to ask her and I'm excited to tell you all about. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Ellie. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) Round two. I'm hiding out in my laundry room for this chat. So let's hope no kids sneak in here. Yeah. So you guys, so she has four kids and like, she's still able to find time and balance to run and she is a good runner, but I'll let her tell you more a little bit about, um, her story. So, Brooke, take it away. Uh, so why did you say yes to being on the Run With Allie live podcast? Well, I was just really excited when you asked me. And um, like I said earlier when I was talking to you, just honored that you would invite me to do something like this. I um, have really enjoyed the past couple months of it as I've started picking up running again. I really enjoyed just tuning in to running podcasts as I run and um, hearing other runner stories, um, learning of like tips and parts of their journey. I love knowing where they started and where they are now and, and all the ins and outs of really the runner's journey. And so I thought I might as well join right in and share my story and hope to uh, be relatable to some other moms out there that are trying to um, fuel a hobby. So, yeah. And you know, I, I'm not a mom myself, but I told you that I tend to attract moms in terms of training, um, and as a coach and, you know, I, I find it very admirable that there are so many women who could make time for something they love and also have that balance to take care of a family. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also I'm honored to have you just as much as you're honored to be on here. Thanks. Yeah, new runners or not new runners, you know how I feel about them all. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, um, tell me, so how are you able to handle four kids and be like a good mom and run? Like, what is your biggest pain point between everything? Well, you know, it hasn't always been easy. And I think as a mother, you have to respect the journey and accept the season that you're in. Um, you know, when I really started realizing that I enjoyed running was when I had my first two little kids. I was 21 years old, and I had a two-and-a-half-year-old and a baby and um, sometimes you just, I felt cooped up in the house and like I just needed 
some way to get out and enjoy the outdoors and be with my kids at the same time. And so I bought myself a double stroller and I put my babies in there and do what I could. It was really sporadic at the time. It wasn't something that I could really get out and do every day, but I honored it as a hobby and an outlet for me. And, um, and then I just, as time has progressed and as my children have gotten older, now that two and a half year old that I used to put in the stroller is 15 years old. And, um, my kids go down from there, 15, 12, 10, and five. And so I have a lot more freedom to, um, to fudge with my schedule. So now, um, I still fight against the problem of finding time because, um, I would never want to choose running at the expense of my family. And so I, I get up early. I'm usually up between 4.30 and 5 so I can get my, my training in. And then I try to squeeze in a little strength training and maybe in the evenings some cross training if I can um, after they've gone to bed. But, um, I mean, all of us know that you also shouldn't be sacrificing sleep either. And so um, I think that that's the biggest pain point is just figuring out how to balance it all and not sacrifice other things that are equally, if not more important. So definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, recovery is everything. It's important. You get seven to eight hours of sleep. I'm super guilty of not always doing that. But if that happens, because I do train people at 5am, I have to power nap. Otherwise I will just be, I will, I will fall asleep during the day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We can't perform at our best when we're running on fumes. No, it's also really dangerous. It's dangerous when you're like training that hard, you know, I'm sure, you know, you feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. So I think that that's, I think that that's the trickiest part for a lot of people. I mean, not just moms, like women with careers or, other things going for them, just squeezing in time for, for that hobby that's not necessary, but in some ways it kind of is for, for your mental and your physical health and stability. I think that it's important to make time for those things that fuel you and make you just a healthier and more productive person in general. So You don't think it's necessary to take care of your mental and personal health? I do. So I've kind of talked myself in a circle realizing some people might say, this is just a hobby. Mm -hmm. It's not necessary and it shouldn't be a priority, but I think it absolutely can be considered a priority and maybe one of the highest priorities because the more you're taking care of yourself, the better you're going to be at covering all the rest of the bases in your life. So at least that's been my experience. I couldn't agree more. I just don't have four kids to cover. (laughs) Um, So I have to ask you this. You've kind of touched upon it, but like not directly. What is the thing you love most about running? Oh, man. There are so many things I love about running. I know. Um, I think the first time that I really realized that it wasn't just something I enjoyed doing for like the the runner's high or the endorphins that we all talk about. Um, The first,
realized that this was like really something that changed me was um, one day years years ago. It must have been ten years ago, um, right before I got pregnant with my third child, and I took a quick break in the middle of the day. My husband came home for for a lunch break, so I went out on a quick run. I remember finishing that run and stopping and just looking up into the sky and thinking, I feel so free. And um, for me, nothing in life has given me those same feelings that running has. It's just this feeling of freedom and pure happiness, and I feel like it gives me power. Um, I just feel strength in myself, and so I love running for that reason. And I also love it for obvious reasons, like um, my cardiovascular health. And I feel like I think with a clearer mind and I am just mentally more stable. I don't know. I think a lot of people um, struggle with things like anxiety. It's a common uh, mental disorder that a lot of people have. And I definitely suffer from that as well. And I, I know that running helps um, sort of keep that at bay. So, um, for so many reasons, uh, connecting with friends, I feel like that's the best way I've been able to make friends outside of my life at home, like-minded people who you can sort of, um, just connect with on many levels. You start connecting over a hobby and then you realize that there are, um, limit, limitless things that you, you have in common and it's just fun. Yeah, it's so funny the things people talk about while they're running. It's like so random, but it's just so great because those things wouldn't arise if you weren't running. You know what I mean? No, they weren't. They wouldn't because how often do you go out with a friend or a group of friends and spend something like three hours on foot together? You know? It's just uncommon yeah. for, for, for circumstances like that to ever arise. Like all, um, you know, plan was a bunch of friends that we're going to meet at the bottom of the canyon at 4 o'clock a.m. on Saturday morning where most of the world is still asleep. So you've got all this time together to have like these deep soul connecting chats and then you're laughing over, you know, everything under the sun and you just, by the time you're done, your soul just feels completely renewed, you know? Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that sounds so nice under the canyon. Guys, um, she is not from New York uh, on a side note, but... Um, that, I'm from Utah. Yes. So I live, I live near mountains, so I do a lot of canyon running here. I need to go running out there with you. That it's sounds magical. amazing. Oh, my God. It really is. Yes. I just, you know, I really love the community aspect. Like I love interacting with runners in real life. Even if it's marathons, just like in the runner's village at the beginning, speaking to people like that. I know we already have something in common. We're at a marathon. Like who's crazy enough to do that in the first place. And, and it's just like, you know, it's, it's really interesting to meet so many different types of people. And we, we talked about this earlier, but I love how it's so accessible to like running as a sport to 
anyone because you don't need a gym. You do not need to run on the treadmill. And that's the beauty of the sport. So many different people from so many different backgrounds that you probably wouldn't really connect with if like you had to run inside. Um, you get to do that because running's free. Yeah. Have you ever just walked into a gym and observed like the stale lighting and like that obnoxious hum of all the equipment going on? I mean, I mean, there is a time and a place for gyms, and I know that they're wonderful. But like, wait, wait, wait. One minute. You remember you're talking to a personal trainer. (laughs) Also. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. Like, there is definitely a time and a place for gyms. But on on the running end, like, when you just look at all the the people running, you know, next to each other on, like, a whole row of treadmills, and nobody's talking to each other. Exactly. They're just there getting their fitness in. And I've been there, and there are times that that I have to, you know, it's weather-related or scheduling or something, and I find myself on a treadmill. But there's just this added benefit to being able to be outside definitely a hundred percent couldn't agree more and to answer your question yes uh actually to a point where there was not a treadmill free and it's funny that you say no one speaks to each other because like why would they people are probably miserable running on a treadmill just being like yeah i want to get it in and like go back to work but like most people don't have the option to do it sometime other than then. So, like, yeah. if there was only running clubs during those times and things were just more convenient, the convenience factor was there, like, that would be just so great because time is money. It is. Yes. Uh, especially yes. in New York. So, yeah, I just... Well, and, you know, you are a lot safer in the gym. That's another thing. Like, sometimes when I have to get my run done, like, early or maybe really late I'm nervous to be out on the road by myself yeah and so I choose the treadmill just for safety purposes so I mean heaven bless them both I love gyms I love the outdoors if I had to choose I would choose outside yeah I recently when I've gone that early I make sure I have a run buddy if it's like dark out or I'm running with like one of my uh the people that I coach because yeah, it could get scary. Not, I'm yeah. sure not as scary as Utah. Um, but yeah, yeah, definitely something you got, you want to be like cognizant of. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So Brooke, what's your favorite distance to run? I know it's a hard question, but, um, yeah, just tell me about maybe like if you have one or two. Favorites. Favorites. That's really hard because there honestly is something that I love about every um, every type of workout that I do right now. So uh, up until just a couple months ago, every time I went running, I just went out running. And I think there are probably a lot of people out there that that's what they do. You just don't know any different. So I would just look at my watch and see how much time I had, and I would just go out running and same pace every day and um that that can kind of get a little bit monotonous you know so now that I'm training with a coach I have like 
you know, short, easy run days and, and middle range, easy run days and speed work days where you're really working on like power and speed and getting faster. And then there are like your long run days. And, um, honestly, I love them all. I love seeing the, the improvement from week to week in my strength and my speed during the quality sessions. I love a quick five or six mile easy run where I can put headphones in and listen to a podcast or something. Mm -hmm. But I think if I had to pick a favorite distance, it would be a long run with a friend or with like a group of friends because there's just so much good that happens during those several hours. You know, you just feel so good covering all these miles together, but you're also... Um, enriching relationships and getting to know people and for me that's like so much more fun than I don't know sitting on a picnic blanket under a tree and talking to a friend or something running and chatting with friends is my favorite so probably any type of long run 16 miles to 21 I'd say wow those are long runs so we're talking like you know we're expecting all like it, like, it would be amazing if everyone could just do that. Like, I'm talking about a community, like, you know, often enough where it could be enjoyable. But nowadays, just as a runner, I'm sure you could relate. People just want to get out there and run. They don't really think about the other things. They don't think about, oh, you know, this is feeling kind of funny or, oh, I haven't really ran that far. Maybe I should try this first. Or they just don't know what to do. And, right. you know, if they if they did have some sort of guidance, that that run that you're talking about wouldn't be an issue. Everybody would be there because why wouldn't yes. they be? It's so much fun. Yes. So, like I was saying before, the reason why I partnered with Prehab is because they are, like – complete experts and they've helped me just kind of realize things about my stride and just the way I run and my mechanics that I wouldn't even pick up on. And now running for me is like, it's, it's enjoyable. It's, I'm, you know, I'm of course like still working on fixing, fixing certain things, but it's like, it's more enjoyable to run because I feel good and I'm like not so worried about getting injured, if that makes sense. So was it hard for you to change, like, your gait or whatever it is, that your form? Was it is it hard to relearn how you're running like that or not really? I would say it's more uncomfortable because change is always uncomfortable. Uh, no yeah. one likes change. But I knew that this was something that meant that much to me, and it still does and always will. I, I was, like, I'm one of those people I say I'm born to run. So... I'm I'm still working on these changes, but I've begun to see some like little changes, like literally, like striking with my foot, propelling forward, leaning with my ankles instead of my hips, just like where my arms are when I run. My time uh, on my runs, I didn't even expect it to be that, like in a good way, uh, all because of my form, and it's just taken a lot of consistency and a lot of practice. Yeah, but, I can see that. Yeah, if you're passionate yeah, about something, hard. it's hard. Yes, it's just, yeah, yes, yeah. There's a lot of factors, but if you're passionate about something, which you know, you're gonna do it, you're gonna yes. make it happen. Oh. 
yeah, there's like nothing you won't do. No misery, no level of misery. I mean, <laughs> dry kneeling. I don't know if you've done any of those. Oh my God, yes, I have. Yes, I have. to get out there and run again. Yeah. nothing you won't do, right? Yeah, yeah. No, like I told you about my story about Boston. Guys, again, I had piriformis syndrome and a quad strain after running Boston. And I did suffer with anxiety and runner's depression. And I couldn't run. And when I was, after working with multiple specialists, it was a silver lining because now I feel like almost a doctor myself being able to help people the way I was helped. But I'm not a miss at all. Uh, that's not my field. That's not like my, you know, niche. So um, I, I've been taught, and that's why the guys at prehab are so great, um, because they've really shown me that it's not about going to someone after you get injured. Like, why would you wait? You know, people don't really think like that. And it's, it's important to kind of adjust your mindset. Not you, but I'm just saying like, it's just of course. any runner. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get it. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. So, all right. Um, Last question. It's for you. You get to ask me a question. Anything you want. So I'm going to ask you, how am I going to ask you this time? What are your favorite types of cross training to incorporate into like somebody's running running plan running routine you like hit the nail on the head with that one because that's like my oh my god um I could talk for like an hour about this but I'll keep it really short so my favorite just because running is so high impact on your feet your lower body I am a big fan of anything that is not so high impact in your lower body. So things like spinning, I'm a huge fan of boxing, swimming. Boxing? I love boxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, It's so good. It's so much fun. (laughs) So much fun. Boxing. um, It's so good. Like, that's like how I have my obliques. I'm convinced. Um, It also builds up a certain like stamina and endurance. Like, it's just like different and also I don't know if your coach told you this but I'm sure you're aware your upper body is just as important as your lower body to keep it strong Mm -hmm. and that's a really good way to kind of get toned like not big tone but also to like correct that posture and keep that core strong like we talked about before um (laughs) what it's a who doesn't want that? Yeah, everyone wants that. Exactly, right? Sounds good to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so I used to be a swimmer, so I'm a huge fan of swimming. Uh, I teach boot camp, so I am a huge fan of that. Uh, as in, you know, when I do squats and deadlifts with a kettlebell or planks and plank walks, like all this stuff that you're like, what are you even saying? Um, some of the stuff is jumping, but not all of it because I'm very, uh, I'm very focused on functional training too, which just means being able to do tasks, um, like the daily tasks that you would do in your life. You're able to perform them more efficiently and well by doing certain exercises in the gym, if that makes sense. But like I'm not gonna, you know, so like, for example, a staple is like farmer carries carrying two kettlebells 
let's uh, the equivalent of carrying grocery bags, right? So stuff, yeah, no, but it's serious though. So stuff like that. Um, so, you know, I, I love those types of cross training to build, to keep your cardiovascular fitness up because that goes down very quickly. It goes down like after a week, if you stop and also it challenges different, like I'm going to geek out here for a second. Um, running is more slow, slow, like twitch muscle fibers. When you're an endurance athlete, you're going slow you're not really challenging the fast muscle twitch fibers which are needed for all the plyometrics and you know the um the sprints and the high intensity quick burst movements when you have those um those muscles recruited from like things like boot camp sprints and spin boxing um swimming your body is that much stronger and able to handle just more so you don't want to yeah. overdo it, but in terms of like cross training and stuff like that, I would say those things, boot camp, spin, boxing, um, and swimming for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. And then in addition to strength training as well, yeah. they are different. Yeah, do you think that you would be kind of lost without your coach? Yeah, because I was lost without my coach. So I never, I have yet to run a race since since having the coach. So, um, like I said, I'm kind of new. I'm sort of like a racing rookie. I've got, I've done two half marathons and three marathons, but none of those were done with any type of like coaching or any any sort of direction at all in my training. So um, I'm really excited to see where I can go now that I have some more discipline um, in terms of my, my training, and it's been great for me. Yeah, I'm so happy for you. You're, you're a run coach in the making yourself. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. We'll see. You never say never, right? So maybe someday I'll find myself passionate enough to be to be on the other side like you are. Just maybe it sounds like it's going that direction. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Allie. Yeah. um, So I'm going to wrap things up. Um, It was lovely having you and just like speaking with you and getting to know you a little bit. Um, Is there anything else you want to just say to everyone on here? Um, I think if there was anything I had to say, I would encourage anybody who's ever had the tiniest desire to be a runner. I hear people so often say, I wish I could run. I wish I were a runner. I wish I could run like you do. And I just feel like everybody can. Anybody can. And you don't have to start big. You don't even have to start with a, with a race in mind. 
it's okay to just start small and do what you can the way I did, where it was just stroller runs here and there wherever I had time. And then over the years, I, I started finding more time to run and more time to get more serious about it. And um, I think what we shouldn't do is ever make excuses for ourselves or talk ourselves out of something that really can bring us a lot of joy and um, just connection. I think the runners community is an amazing place. It's all inclusive. I have never had a place in my life other than my immediate family where I felt so much belonging. Um, you can meet somebody over social media and see them in person a week later and you feel like you've known them forever. So I just think running is a great, it's a great hobby. It's a, it's an awesome thing to invest your time in and anybody can do it. It doesn't matter how fast or slow you run. Like if you run, you're a runner. I love that. I love that. And you know, like no matter like shape sizes that doesn't matter as long as you begin the right way and as long as you begin you could do it and I love that that was like uh the the best advice like thank you so much for joining and just being so positive and being genuine and just sharing that you know you don't have to be an Olympian to run it's about the community most of us aren't there's just such a small small minute percentage of people that like excel at that level in your running but just because maybe you and I will never be there doesn't mean that we can't pull so many positives and a lifetime of joy from this sport so exactly for everybody exactly I want to yeah I want to you know be like you and like get a chance to run with everyone in real life and it will happen it will yes it It will. will Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for joining and have a good night. Okay, thanks. You too. Thank you. Bye. So, guys, that was uh, Brooke Shaw from Utah. She talked about, uh, you know, her experience with running as a mom of four and how she's able to balance everything, but really put an emphasis, a strong emphasis on the community that running kind of fosters and it's not so much about the competition but it really brings people together it's a thing people have in common and it's like a second family being a runner so that was like probably like oh I like want to like tear that was a really really heartwarming chat guys if you want if you're thinking of even running feel free to reach out to me um, I'm always going to answer your questions within 24 to 48 hours as soon as I can. I want to help each and every one of you move better and move well. I say it all the time and I practice what I preach. Uh, everything, I'm going to recap uh, everything on my story after this chat. This is also going to be up in the iTunes store by tomorrow. So stay tuned for that if you want to listen again or missed out or know someone who would like to listen and that wraps it up for tonight's Run With Allie episode. Uh, next week, we're going to have a special doctor on the podcast to be announced. So stay tuned for details on that. But until then, have a great night, guys. Thanks so much for joining. This is Allie. It's Tuesday, July 23rd on Run With Allie Live. See you guys next week. Bye.